Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I am excited to be back with another solo episode this week. Um, and I was trying to think of what I wanted to talk about for this episode and I was going through my old blog posts and I felt like this blog post that I wrote a while ago would actually be really interesting to hear like verbally spoken because um, although it's written I feel like I can almost go into more detail and be more articulate about it if I talk about it a little bit more candidly. So. This episode is all going to be about five things that I wish I'd known before I started in my fashion photography career. Um, And I guess I'll just jump in. The first one was that it will take you years to feel comfortable behind a camera. And I don't think this could be any more true. I first began studying photography, like I put that in inverted commas, you can't see me but I'm doing little comma things with my hands. (laughs) Um, I first started studying it when I was about 15. I discovered Flickr and was seeing other people my age making photos and they were unlike anything I'd ever really seen seen before. So I was really inspired by that. So I stole my parents' camera and basically just spent hours on YouTube um, and Flickr and googling how to use a camera and teaching myself and practicing and I think it must have taken me maybe about two years to fully feel like I had understood the manual use of a camera and by manual I I mean like if you've ever used a digital camera like well I'm I'm assuming you do you're probably a fashion photographer you're listening to this um putting the camera on M um yeah it took me maybe two years to feel like I really knew what I was doing. Uh, I think I take longer than the average person to learn how to use a camera because I have something called dyscalculia, which is basically dyslexia with numbers. And as we all know, cameras are literally run entirely with numbers. I get it now, but I've almost like turned the numbers into their own little language. So the numbers now I've associated the numbers on the camera with images in my head of like how things will look. So that's how it worked out for me. I don't think it would take most people that long to fully understand, but even though I knew how a camera worked back to front, I don't think I would have felt intuitively super comfortable, like not have to look at it, barely have to think about it for maybe five years. It does take a very long time for you to feel like it's intuitive and that's okay. You wanna get to a point where you're on a job or you're working with a client and you don't have to think about what number you need to include on your camera or what number your ISO should be or is a high f-stop going to make the background blurry or not. Like it should just all be super intuitive and natural and that, there's no way around it other than practice. That is why I think so many photographers talk about shooting every day or shooting as much as possible. It's not because that's what you should be doing to get good photos or like you need to take X amount of photos. It's literally just because that's how that's how you get to a point where it's intuitive for you to use your camera in that way. Okay, 
My next point is that it's okay to change the direction of your career and you most probably will. And by that, I mean that (laughs) I have tried so many genres of photography, it's ridiculous. So I guess, because I've been at it now about 10 years since I picked up a camera. And in that time, I've always been drawn to fashion photography the most, that that was always what I wanted to do. But I started out photographing friends. I did portraits of like families. I've done kids portraits. I've done animal portraits. I've done event photography. You probably all know about my stint as a wedding photographer. I have done it all. And I don't regret that. And I think it's actually quite important that you do try things out and you do have a go at different genres because for all you know, you will love wedding photography and actually that might be what you want to do. Fashion photography is very hard and it's a very specific kind of work. And if you're in doubt about whether you want to do fashion photography, I would urge you to try other genres first or alongside your fashion photography because it can just be that that is what you prefer. I tried all those things and always ended up going back to fashion. That's always what I've been drawn to. Every time I tried doing like portraits of people, I I ended up feeling creatively frustrated. Every time I did photos of children, I just didn't feel like I was in my element. Every time I was at a wedding, I was standing there thinking, this is just not what I want to do. So, but it didn't, it took me doing all those things for me to really truly know that fashion photography was what I wanted to do. Now, from a business point of view, it's really easy to feel like you can't do it. And by that, I mean, it's very easy to start thinking to yourself, fashion photography isn't possible for me. So... I wouldn't be surprised if the vast majority of people have put fashion photography to one side, like I did, and thought to themselves, I can't do that as my main job, so I'm going to do something else in the meantime. That's what I did. I decided I couldn't be a fashion photographer full-time, it was never going to work, so I was going to do wedding photography. And that is part of my journey in discovering that I am capable of it and it is what I want to do full time and that nothing else will satisfy me creatively, at least for now. And this is the important point is that where I am right now, I am super happy with, but I'm very aware that in another 20 or like not even that long, 10 years time, five years time, I might have changed my mind about what I want to shoot, my inspiration might be different, I might be drawn to different things, I might not be even drawn to photography at all. And that sounds quite strange because surely like you should want to do one thing and do that forever, but I, from personal experience, have had things in me change over time. So I remain open to the possibility that Maybe in five, ten years time, I won't want to do fashion photography. Maybe suddenly I will want to do wedding photography. And I think that it's okay to know that you can change direction, you can pivot your business and you can make it work. Follow your creativity, follow what draws you and follow where you're inspired and that will make it work. I promise you that that is the most important thing you need to do in this entire business. My third point, and the one that I think is 
possibly a little bit controversial is that there are fewer women in the fashion photography business. I steered clear talking about feminism or anything feminist related for probably my whole life until end of last year, so end of 2018, um, because I didn't really ever think of myself as a feminist or I didn't really ever think of the topic. I never had really considered myself as excluded, but I guess in the last year, so throughout 2018, I was reading more up about the topic, seeing more people who I followed, discussing the topic, and then it took a sort of a stark realisation one day that when I was looking around the photography industry, and that's the whole industry, not just fashion, there's a very odd discrimination against women. And I find it very hard to articulate my feelings on this, but the photography business in general is very masculine, but the fashion photography business is even more masculine. I don't know why, I can't really explain why it is. Some people have said it's because that, like, a kit is really heavy, so sometimes men have an advantage over that. I think that's ridiculous, and I don't think that's actually the reason, but I can see how it would play into it. Um, if you were listening last week, you have, will have heard that Holly McGlynn and I had a long chat about this topic and about being a woman in the fashion photography industry, our feelings on why there was a divide and what we needed to do about it. So if you're more interested in this topic, I urge you to go and listen to that because it's quite an interesting little discussion. I guess what I'm trying to get out is that I kind of wish that I had known earlier on that as a fashion photographer, as a woman, I would come up against quite a lot of male energy. And that's not a bad thing, it's just something that I wish I'd known sooner. So that's point number three, I guess, is that there are fewer women in this business, but I feel like that's a okay thing and I'm not gonna go on much longer because I think I'm babbling. <laughs> okay, the fourth point is that it's, it's hard to make money as a fashion photographer, but it's also not, <laughs> which sounds really odd, but let me get into it. So there are times when, as a photographer, you'll feel like money is really far out of your reach, that you'll never be able to earn a proper living. There's so much doom and gloom around about like the starving artist that if you want to be an artist, if you want to live for your art and make art for your career, you're never going to make a lot of money. Um, and the amount of times that I've spoken to other photographers or ph photographers who are more established than me or who are older than me and all they've said is that it's hard to make money, that it's hard to get paid, that you will always struggle, that it will never be easy and I really challenge that belief. I say to you that there is a way of making good income. In fact, this is the best time to ever be living as a photographer. We have so much imagery surrounding us at all times. If you look at magazines, yes, they are still going and they still need images. Billboards, they are still around and I don't think they're going anywhere. 
social media, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Instagram posts, Instagram stories. Um, I mean, my mind is going blank, but there are millions and millions of reasons that brands and companies need photography. And guess what? More and more of them are paying for it. And there is money there. You just have to be clever. And I think that it it's just a matter of being business savvy. I I think that if you want to make income, if you want to be a successful photographer, you need to look outside of the photography industry for business advice. I talk about this a lot, and especially when I have conversations with photographers in person, is that I notice that so many of us as photographers spend so much time reading the blogs and reading the information of other photographers. And and as I say that, please don't disappear because I know I'm a photographer and I know that you're listening to me talk to you about this, but my point is real. Don't just listen to me. Please go out and read business books by people who have nothing to do with photography because you will learn so much more than you could ever imagine. The way that I've learned everything I know about business and about money and about income is all through reading books about other business. Some of it is purely business, some of it is creative business, sometimes I've read books by graphic designers, sometimes I've read books by creative speakers. I have read countless books, I read a lot of books. If you want to see what books I read, there's blog posts on my blog all about my books. (laughs) But that is my point, is don't just look in one place to learn about how to make money, because you will never be successful or you won't be as successful if you just focus on how your industry is making money. You need to stand out and you need to be different. And if you do that, I guarantee you that there is money to be had. You do not have to be broke. You do not have to be a starving artist. You can make money. So I really wish that more people talked about that than the whole, there is no money in the photography industry. You're never going to be successful. Like, income-wise, you're always going to be poor. I wish more people talked about that. So that is my fourth point. And my fifth point is that you don't need to necessarily go to university to be a photographer. Um, I went to a very academic school in Switzerland. I don't bash my school. It's a great school. I didn't enjoy my school time, but that wasn't because of my school. It was because of hormones (laughs) let's be honest um but I feel like I need to write a whole blog post and a whole top and just have a whole episode about this topic because it's quite a controversial one and I think it's a hot topic that photographers like to talk about but I don't think that you absolutely need to go to university to be a photographer I think that if you want to go to university to be a photographer you should I did I did my degree in fashion photography. I went very specific, I went very niche, and I have no regrets about my degree. But when I was at school, it wasn't even a discussion of like, you don't need to go to uni. There are other ways. I I never got told about any other options. So I genuinely think that, especially nowadays with the, the internet and the amount of online courses you can do and the amount of blogs you can read and the amount of YouTube videos and podcasts, you can learn everything you want to know about running a photography business and being a photographer without going to uni. That being said, uni 
gave me a lot of time to ease into being a full-grown adult. Um, It gave me the chance to sort of slowly ease my way into looking after myself independently, learning how to look after myself, looking at, learning how to run a business. I started um, shooting more professionally while I was at uni. I also started the magazine that I ran for five years uh, while I was at uni. So uni gave me a lot of time to experiment and try things out. It also was the place that I learnt most of my technical skills. I I don't think you need to go to uni to learn the technical skills. I just, that's where I learned them and I am grateful for that. That being said, there are incredible workshops nowadays that you can pay for that are a fraction of the cost of going to university and you can probably learn everything you would learn at university in three years in a two or three day workshop. So just bear that in mind. If you are young, if you are still at school, or if you have just finished school, or you're thinking of going back to uni, just know that you don't have to. Know that it is your choice, that there are pros and cons, that it can be a wonderful experience, but that if it's not right for you, you don't need to go. Okay, um, those are the five things that I wish I had known when I started out in photography. Uh, they're a little bit different, there's all sorts of different points there, and I think each point kind of warrants its own episode, but I hope that's enough to kind of get your brain ticking along, to get the things, to get your brain, like, coming up with new ideas, I'm having a hard time articulating myself, I don't really know what I'm saying, can you tell I'm still, like, warming up into podcasting, um, So yeah, I'm going to leave you there. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to take a screenshot on your phone of you listening to the podcast or take a photo of yourself wherever you're listening to it and share it on Instagram stories. I am resharing everyone who does that because it makes me really happy to see people listening to the podcast and word of mouth is honestly the best way to tell and find out about podcasts. I don't know about you, but I very rarely discover podcasts I want to listen to by searching through the podcast apps. I always find out about them because someone else shared about one or told me about one that I would like. So if you think that your followers or your friends would enjoy my podcast, please tell them that is how I will spread the word and help more of you along your journey as a fashion photographer. Okay, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye!